right. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Well, good evening from Joe Wetzel Field on the campus of uh, University of Portland. Uh, BYU baseball is back on the air here. Uh, Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade. The start of a three-game series here tonight, Tuckett, and uh, looking for uh, three good games. Portland, a much improved team over last year when the Cougars swept them down in Provo. It's going to be a challenge. Cougars coming off a, game, a three-game sweep of Santa Clara. So it uh, should be a fun uh, series up here in Portland. Yeah, going to be a great weekend. Portland, like you said, is playing really good baseball. Had a chance to win two out of three against uh, the Zags last week, but uh, fell short by one run in a couple games. But uh, they're a much better team, playing well, competing against everybody. They also took two out of three from St. Mary's to start the year. So they like to play, and they love playing here at home. It's going to be a fun series. Had a chance to sit down with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood just a few moments ago and uh, get his thoughts on tonight's game. We're here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Uh, and, Coach, uh, right before this uh, three-game series of the Port Pilots, uh, I think maybe we got to talk just a little bit about last week. Uh, I've never seen three games where the Cougars have won all three games of a conference series in their last at-bat. Two walk-offs there in the bottom of the eighth and, and then in the bottom of the eighth on, on Saturday. Really an incredible win and maybe propel you and this team on to, to bigger things here as we go into the second half of the conference season. Well, I think the one thing we've been battling with for a month is just a little bit of confidence issues, you know, just um, everybody feeling like the pressure is all on them in a certain at-bat or uh, as a pitcher going out on the mound. And I, and I feel like there's so much parity in our league. That's that's what it's going to be like. Um, it's going to be like that these three games up here in Portland. But I, I think hopefully it was a confidence builder that doesn't matter where we're at in a, in a ball game. We all, always have a chance to win and um, unlikely heroes with – Casey Jacobson getting the job done, and then in a couple games, the guys who are supposed to with Brock Hale having good at-bats and Brian Sue. So just overall great weekend, and hopefully we can carry it through to this weekend as well. Talk about parity. You go from last in the conference or tied to last to third with those three wins. I mean, I've never seen a year like this in a conference, in any conference that BYU's been involved with. So uh, it really is a, a league that's kind of leveled off this year, it seems like. Yeah, there's not going to be one easy weekend. And, you know, Portland, the team we're playing right now, and uh, beat Oregon – uh, who obviously a great Pac-12 school beat Oregon on Tuesday and or Monday. Um, we can tell just by watching them how they go about things. They're they're much improved over last year. And Jeff Loomis is doing a great job. Jeff Loomis, in his career, college career, hit 375. He knows how to hit. <laughs> they're head coach, and you can tell that their their guys are developing a um, a technique and process, and and they kind of believe in it. So it's a scary team to play. I know offensively they're much better. Tell us a little about their pitching staff. Well, the pitching staff, they don't have an overpowering guy. They're, they're going to have guys who are upper 80s, good mix, three-pitch mix. They're going to pitch behind a lot. Um, they like to finish in, especially with their left-handers, meaning they'll get two strikes on you and, and try to finish in on, on the inside part of the black, which is uh, most most guys don't do that. They'll, they'll stay away, away, away. So they rely on you getting looking off speed and try to sneak a fastball by you. But uh, we're going to have to have patience, and they want us to get ourselves out, swinging at borderline pitches, and we need to do a very good job of – Seeing pitches in the zone that we can handle, we've worked on that the last couple of days, and um, you know I think we have a team that's that's you can put you can we can come in here with a philosophy and 
and execute it. I, I feel like our guys, our guys are mature enough and old enough to be able to do that. Coach, uh, Jordan Wood gets a start for you here in game one. Probably the best 2-2 pitcher in the nation. ERA right about three. I mean, he's been he's been incredible for you this year. Just tough luck, always going up against the number one guy on the other team and just hasn't quite got the offensive support to get him a bunch more wins. He really hasn't. He he deserves better from the offensive side than, than we've been able to give him. And um, you know he's been he's been as good as anybody we've seen this year, um, maybe except for Casey Mize, who's just an overpowering first rounder. But Jordan's em- embraced that starter role, that opening day starter role. Uh, and knock on wood, we will hand him the ball tonight and expect a great outing out of him again. Of course, one of the critical things is the bullpen. Three game series and three games. Uh, boy, it's it's tough. You know, it's important for Wood and Hayden Rogers tomorrow to eat up some innings. It really is, and the, and the the way we're going to go this week is Hayden Ro- Wood will start tonight, and Hayden Rogers will start tomorrow. And we haven't named a starter for Saturday. Probably Alex Perone or or Bo Burrup. Uh, but we're, we're going to put Blake Inoy in the line, in the uh, bullpen just to give us a little more strength in the bullpen. And if we have to go Saturday with a staff day like we usually do on Tuesdays midweek, then then we're going to do that. But it's just. Like we said, all hands on deck for game one, all hands on deck for game two, and let's see what game three brings us. Again, the weather up here is rain all week. It's supposed to be kind of on and off the entire weekend. They do have the turf field like you do, and uh, so that makes it uh, you know, probable that we're going to get all three games in. Yeah, I think we'll get them in. We just talked to our guys about being patient. Um, they're, they're good about that. Um, you know, Baseball is one of those things where you have a lot of action, then you get a little bit of time to sit, and maybe it's going to be an hour to sit during a rain delay during these three three days, I doubt we'll be able to play nine consecutive innings without having to sit. Hopefully we will. So we're just going to have to exercise patience. The one thing you worry about is starting Woody on the mound and having him throw three innings and then getting the game canceled, and, and then he's done for the weekend. And so that's a little bit scary for us. Um, but, you know, it, it's the same for both teams. you just got to go play and, and deal with the deal with the weather as it comes. All right, Coach, hey, well, uh, good luck. It uh, should be fun. Three games up here in Portland, and we'll talk to you on the postgame show. Okay, thanks, Brent. Back here at uh, Joe Etzel Field, Tuckett Slade along with Brent Norton as we get ready for game one of this three-game uh, set. Cougars coming off a three-game sweep and Portland uh, being swept last weekend. And uh, at Gonzaga, they're coming off a seven-game road trip. Uh, they did beat Oregon on Monday night by a score of 9-7 and 11 innings. So good win for the Pilots there. And they're looking to get off to a good start against the Cougars, as the Cougars are against the Pilots here in a, another big uh, West Coast Conference uh, series. The Cougars uh, were tied for last last week at this time, and now they're tied for, they're tied for third. Yeah. So that just shows you the parity in this conference. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Great league, a lot of fun. It means every game matters. Defensively for Portland, uh, let's go over their starting lineups. Uh, Tate Budnick will be behind the plate. Jace McKinney at first. Matt Kelly at second, Chad Stevens the shortstop, and Daniel Lopez at third. Cody Hawken in left, Bo Brendage in center. Ryan Kim is the right fielder, and Camden Miller is the starter. He's a senior out of Tualatin, Oregon, 5'11", 165-pounder. One win, two losses on the year, an ERA of 5.11, wearing number 31, the right-hander. Throws his final warm-up toss, and we are just about ready for baseball here. In Portland, the rain has been terrible up here this week, but, uh, boy, a lot of blue sky right now. I know when you came, guys came in yesterday with nothing but rain when I got here. It rained for two or three yeah. solid hours this, uh, today. But a complete uh, a turf field, much, much like the Cougars. And so uh, can take a lot of moisture as uh, Brennan Anderson will lead it off for BYU. Cougar 
second baseman. Uh, Brennan hitting 310 on the year, does have three home runs. And the first pitch to Anderson is outside ball one. Barry Larson, the home plate umpire today. Jacob Asher at first base. Kellen Levy, uh, Levy at uh, third base. 325 down the lines here. 368 in the alleys. 388 in uh, dead center field. So not a big park, but very heavy air. Tough to hit home runs here in this ballpark. And right now, especially wind blowing in from uh, left center field. Yes, it is. It's uh, In BP, it's, unless you're hitting the ball down the line, it doesn't really get out of here. And those gaps, it's tough to get. One ball and one strike to Brennan Anderson. And here's the pitch. That ball's lined into center field. Center fielder coming over. Dives, makes the catch. Anderson right on the screws hit that one well. But center fielder Bo Burndage able to run in and make the play for out number one. Yeah, real good swing there by Brennan. Just hit it too hard. <laughs> That'll bring up uh, Daniel Sneeman. Daniel, the shortstop, hitting 250 as he steps in. Had the home run in uh, the walk-off of game two last week against uh, Santa Clara. His uh, second home run of the year uh, has 23 RBIs. And the first pitcher is a one-hopper up off of uh, Schneeman's foot. Dead ball. Got got out to the pitcher, but uh, Barry Larson, home plate umpire, made the quick call. Yeah, Schneeman didn't even attempt to run there. He, on the swing, stayed right in the box, so... He figured it definitely must have hit him if that happened. Larson did the uh, series a couple weekends ago in Provo, and uh, he's an interesting guy. He, he pulls the mask off and pulls his hat off. Yeah. He's the only umpire I yeah, see. He does. And whenever you look down his mask off, he, he has the hat off also. Got to show off that pretty slick hair he's got. No balls in a strike. Pitch to Sneeman. Straight change outside. One ball and one strike. It's been so rainy here. Pretty small crowd in the ballpark as we start. But right now, partly cloudy uh, skies. uh, Supposed to rain on and off the entire weekend here. Pitches outside for a ball. Supposed to get a little worse Saturday afternoon from what I saw. The latest forecast. It's always kind of bouncing around. Won't make up its mind. I can't believe it's actually dry right now. It rained literally for the last, like, 19 hours straight. Two balls and a strike. Cougars did not work out. They did get in the pen and take a little BP, but the pitchers stayed back at the uh, at the hotel. Pitchers like those days. <laughs> Three balls and a strike to Schneeman with uh, Brian Sue on deck. Same kind of field the Cougars have, the turf field or uh, dirt portion, a little darker than BYU has it. Off the end of the bat, third baseman comes in, gloves it. And he'll throw Schneeman out for out number two. Going to change it to fooled Schneeman out in front of it, two men down, and uh, Brian Sue. Cougar first baseman will step in. They're going to throw that ball out of play. Yeah, got that right off the end of the bat on the 3-1 count. Good pitch there to uh, get him out in front. Brian Sue, 346 hitter, four home runs, 21 RBIs for the junior. First baseman, and he will bat from the right side. And the first pitch to Sue is a curveball that drops in for a strike. Camden Miller, as we've mentioned, one win, two losses on the year. ERA just a little bit over five for Miller. And this will be his eighth start of the year, his ninth appearance. That pitch is up high, one and one. Yeah, all three starters this week have started pretty much 
their whole whole entire season. They've just been flipped on what games they've been starting. Miller has thrown 44 innings, given up uh, 41 hits, 30 runs, has 27 strikeouts and 11 walks in those 40 innings. Pitch inside almost hits Sue. And the count now uh, two and one on the junior. Brock Kale in the on-deck circle for the Cougars wearing their navy blue tops today with the uh, road uh, pants. Pitches way outside ball three. Portland in their home whites. Uh, their team colors purple and white. They are coached by Jeff Loomis in his third year. Played here, uh, finished up his career here in 1994 and was hired here three years ago and has really got this uh, program on the right track. Pitches on the outside corner, three and two. He must have had a good uh, career here as a player. He's got his name up on the wall and right, which usually means that's a, <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, what is there, about 15, 20 names yeah. out there adorning the wall? Three and two the count to Brian Sue. And here's Mueller's pitch. Sue swings and misses. And the Cougars retired in order here in the first. No runs hit to errors. We're through a half an inning. Cougars nothing. And the pilots coming to the plate on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Back at Joe Etzel Field here in Portland as the Cougars were retired in order in the top of the first, Jordan Wood taking his final uh, warm-up tosses for BYU defensively. The Cougars will have Brian Sue at first base, Brennan Anderson at second. Schneeman will be the shortstop. Nate Favero at third base, Keaton Kringlin in left, Jarrett Perns in center, Brock Hale in right field. Dave Clausen to start behind the plate for BYU. And Jordan Wood, the right-handed junior, told Coach Lillard he might be the best 2-2 pitcher in the country. He's just yeah. tough luck. I mean, he has thrown so good this year. He's had some tough luck, but he's battled for us, and he's the guy we love throwing out there every Thursday. Matt Kelly, a junior out of West Lynn, Oregon, will step in, and he fouls the first pitch off for strike one. Matt Kelly, six foot, 205-pounder, hitting 275 on the year. Does not have a home run, does have eight RBIs. This team runs a lot. They've got 31 steals. And uh, much really improved uh, offensively, and uh, they've pitched the ball better today. ERA down under five. Four and eight in the conference. They've been very competitive in every series they've played. And they've always, you know, done a good job of swinging the bat. They just didn't have the pitching to stay in games, but that's really turned around this year, doing a little of everything really well. Pitch is over for a strike. You know, they beat Santa Clara down in Santa Clara two out of three before that Gonzaga series. So this team won't back down to anybody. It'll be a real challenge here for BYU. They also uh, split a four-game series with UC Irvine earlier this year. They beat St. Mary's here two out of three earlier in the year and uh, were swept by San Francisco. So they've been swept twice in the conference, once by Gonzaga, once by uh, San Francisco. And the first pitch to uh, Chad Stevens is over for a strike. Stevens the shortstop. Jordan Wood looks in. Here's the pitch just off the plate for a ball. One ball, one strike, one out, bottom of the first inning. No score here in Portland. Just uh, started this uh, 
three-game series. Wood with a good slider. Steven swings and misses for a strike two. Portland was, uh, University of Portland was founded in 1901. They've got 4,161 in enrollment here in the school. Started baseball back in 1923, so they're five years away from their 100-year anniversary. Wow, that's pretty impressive. A lot of history in this league. A lot of schools have been around a long time. Two balls, two strikes. Wood's pitch is uh, grounded over near the third base dugout where the pilots are housed. Cougars down the first base side. Very little foul territory here, especially down the lines. Yeah, there's none down there. 2-2 pitch, Wood. That ball again is fouled down the third baseline. But about halfway in left field, there's like nothing. About 5-10 feet. Same down to right. Right field, the same thing. Really a good ballpark to watch a game in because you're just literally right on top of the field. Yeah, we have great seats here in the press box. 2-2, swinging, strike three, another good slider. And Stevens goes down for out number two. They completed, uh, there's a three-phase renovation here, and they've completed the field, the the outfield wall, the... uh, Scoreboard, but they're still working on phases two and three. They're hoping to get those done in the next few years. Be a brand new uh, press box, uh, grandstand area. First pitch, uh, Dave Clausen takes it a little bit outside for a ball. Remember how many years ago they finished this field? I think it's uh, in its third year okay. of existence. They played their first home game. They included lights in 2015. Okay. So this is the third year. We were here three years ago, and this that was when uh, they started playing games on the new surface. Here's the 2-0. Line drive. Sneeman goes up. Can't get it. That ball into left center. Brundage around first base. He'll slide in safely into second base with a two-out double. Bo Brundage, one of the hottest hitters in the league, the top hitter in the league when it comes to batting average. He's been dynamic. He's now 14 out of his last 25. Yeah, it's a just a nice, easy, compact swing, line drive swing. Really good swing right there and did a great job of getting a double out of that hit because out of the box you wouldn't think that would be a double-type hit. But He came in hitting uh, 402 on the year, or 400 on the year, which ranks him uh, 25th in the nation and uh, first in the conference. First pitch curveball down low for a ball. Starting to rain just a little bit here in the ballpark. And here is the uh, one ball pitch. That's a little bit outside for ball two. Daniel Lopez is the hitter. 257 hitter junior out of Pico Rivera, California. Uh, Junior. Here's the 2-0 pitch from Jordan Wood, and that's down low, ball three. Brundage with a two-out double, standing at second base for the Pilots, and Wood with a 3-0 count. 
on the cleanup hitter, and there's the pitch, and that's down low ball four. So four pitches, Lopez walks. And that will bring Cody Hawken, left fielder, to the plate. Hawken, uh, a 270 average. He does have four home runs on the year. Tied for the lead with Lopez, uh, 19 RBIs, junior out of Vancouver. Not too far here from uh, Portland. Pretty good sized kid here. Yeah, Hawkins, 6'3, 230. And here's the first pitch, and that's down low for a ball. So Jordan Wood, after giving up the double. Yeah, good so, job by Clausen to take a mound visit there. I mean, he was sharp his first two batters, struck the first two guys out, located, gave up the double, and then it's, forced, it's five straight balls. He's got to get back in the count and compete. A little bit of breeze blowing directly in from center field here in the ballpark. It's a chilly breeze, too. Yeah, so definitely a pitcher's, what was it, about 50 degrees game time? Yeah. Very heavy air with uh, all the rain they've had here in the area. Hawkins steps back in. Here's the 1-0 pitch, a swing and a miss. Came back with a breaking pitch. Just a little over-aggressive there by Hawkins. That was been ball two. Did a good job, though, starting that in a spot that looked like a strike. Yeah, it looked like Cody just sitting right there thinking, here comes a strike, I'm yeah. going after it no matter what. Absolutely. Here's the 1-1. Fastball, left field. Kringlin coming in a few. He makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars retire. The Pilots here in the first. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two runners left. We're through one complete. No score. Pilots and Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hale steps in for BYU. Hale takes the first pitch up high. Ball one, Brock 342 average leads the Cougars with seven home runs. And it's tied for the team leading RBIs with 23. Here's the 1-0 to Hale, and that's over for a strike. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa, Arizona. Right fielder for the Cougars. Trying to get things going here in the second inning. No score, Portland and BYU. Curveball, swing and a miss. One and two the count. Interesting that they have Brock shaded in center field towards right field. It's usually the other way around. Yeah, look at the second baseman pulled all the way over in the four hole. Normally second baseman about over the bag. Yeah. Shows they're going to try to pitch him outside, I would think. Yeah, exactly. The the one-two to Hale. Fouls it straight back. Boy, got a fastball. Just missed it. Yeah, got a good pitch to hit right there. Good swing on it, though. A ball and two strikes with Favero and then Kringlin do up next. Camden Muller, the pitcher. And here's the one two. That's way outside, two and two. Muller, 5'11, 165 pound senior out of uh, Tualatin, Oregon, as we'd mentioned. About 85, 88 this is his usual velocity with a slider and a changeup. Here's a 2-2 pitch. 
That ball's hammered down the left field line. That's in for extra bases. Up against the wall on one hop. And Brock Hill with a double to lead off the second inning for BYU. Like another breaking pitch, and he'll just stay back and hit that one hard. Yeah, did a really good job of just staying on that pitch, and both smashed one hop to the to the wall and left. Good swing. Favero now steps in, eight to two fifty hitter, sixteen RBIs on the year, still looking for his first home run. Had seven last year. Favero's been swinging the bat a little more consistently over these last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's added about 40 points to his average just the last couple of weeks with, you know, two or three doubles in that span. So Nate steps in. And here is Muller's first pitch. That's down low for a ball. Another action starting tomorrow in the conference. Some intriguing matchups. St. Mary's at San Diego, Pepperdine at Santa Clara, San Francisco at LMU, and Gonzaga at Pacific. Right now, San Francisco on top of the conference, 10 wins, 2 losses. Gonzaga, LMU 7 and 5. And then there's three teams, 6 and 6, or four teams, 6 and 6, including BYU. BYU, Pepperdine, St. Mary's, San Diego. Remember, the top four teams get into the postseason tournament. And then uh, Portland, Pacific, and Santa Clara, all four and eight. Yeah. All right there within each other, within reach, really, if anybody just gets on a run. Going to be a fun ending and a disappointing ending for some people. Ball and a strike. Oh, but pitcher kind of came off the mound. That's a balk. Yeah. Runner will move to third base. Just came off, looked like he caught his cleat. Looks like he got stuck, you're right. Now, used to this field, this is his home turf, but his uh, cleat got stuck. Uh, Fortunately for him, he didn't throw the ball, or or Hale might have scored. I mean, that thing was kind of heading over toward the dugout of BYU. Yeah, that was crazy. Now Favero with a great RBI opportunity. Just a little bit of sprinkle here in the ballpark. And the 1-1 pitch, high and tight, ball two. Good to see Nate laying off that pitch. He's been getting himself into trouble this year by swinging at the high pitch. And uh, when he stays off that high pitch and gets the fastball to hit, he does damage. Two and one the count. And here's the pitch to Nate Favero. Ball hammered, right field, base hit, RBI. Favero will stop at first base, so two consecutive hits for the Cougars. In the inning, and they take an early one to nothing late. Favero laced that one between uh, first and second base. And Nate picks up his 17th RBI of the year, and that will bring Kringlin to the plate, left fielder. Yeah, good team hitting right there. Double, and you get a Bach to move him over, and nice hard line drive with runners that third and less than two, which is always a great situation to hit in, and Nate puts a good swing on it. Cougs lead one nothing. That ball was hit so hard and well enough down the line that even without the buck, I think Brock scores easily there. Yeah, I agree. As Kringland steps in. Keaton hitting 287 this year. And looking to get off to a good start here against uh, Portland. Quick throw to first base, and Favero slides back in safely. You were mentioning the, the difference. These fields are both BYU in here, same kind of turf, or the same turf type of field, but. Uh, you said much harder, yeah, much different slicker, co- different ball companies, moves a lot yeah, quicker. Different companies, and the, their dirt part of the turf is uh, much harder than ours. 
Kringlin swing and a miss for strike one, 0-1. Yeah, just by walking on it, when you go from the grass to the dark part, where the, which they consider dirt, much harder surface. Kringlin, the right-handed hitting uh, junior, will step back in. Severo, pretty good lead at first base. And here is Muller's 0-1 pitch. Keaton checked his swing, but went around 0-2. A little bit fooled on that breaking pitch. That good slider right there by Muller. Cougars back-to-back hits to lead off the second inning. Have scored a run. And Camden Miller, the senior, will work from the stretch. Here's the pitch to Kringlin. Swing and a miss. Keaton goes down on strikes. One man out. And uh, David Clausen. Cougar catcher will step in. A couple of back-to-back really good sliders there. Started about middle of the plate and ran away, away. Good pitches there. That'll bring Clausen to the plate. David, a 265 hitter coming in. Six uh, RBIs on the air and against surprisingly no home runs this year. Young man uh, had a great uh, freshman year for BYU. And it can certainly prove that he can hit the long ball. First pitch is way outside for a ball. Clausen last year as a freshman started 31 games. Not all behind the plate, by the way. In fact, probably most of those were in the DH role. And even left field a little bit here yeah. and there. Had uh, five home runs and uh, 25 RBIs. And here is the 1-0 to Clausen. A big swing and a miss. Good changeup right there. Ball's going to carry. It is going to carry down that right field line. A little bit of breeze blowing in from left. Of course, down the line, 325, you, you hit it well. And yeah, you could get it out of here. Definitely can. Here's the 1-1 one, one Clausen. Fouls that one off. Interesting because the flag's blowing, but not a ton. But then you look at the, the, the huge pine trees, and they're moving pretty good. It's a weird wind. Kind of uh, almost feels like it's flag blowing straight in, but you look at the the backstop and it almost looks like it's blowing out. Yeah. One ball, two strikes to David Clausen, wearing number 22 for the Cougars. Batting from the left side, and here's Miller's pitch, and that is over for a call, strike three. So Miller comes back with back-to-back strikeouts. And that will bring Jake Brown, the Cougar DH, to the plate. Brown uh, hitting uh, 240 on the year for BYU. You can really hear that win in the crowd, Mike. Brown had some really good at-bets for us last weekend. Yeah, moved some runners up, some situational hitting, did a good job. He had four or five walks on the weekend, a couple of base hits. Didn't have a ton of hits to show for it. I mean, the two hits, I think, is what he had, but got on base six or seven times. Cougars leading here one to nothing as we play the top of the second inning. Joe Etzelfield here in Portland. Pitches outside for a ball. They're not throwing a ton of fastballs right now. A lot of change-ups and sliders. 
Jake Brown from the left side. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's outside ball two. On deck is uh, Jarrett Perns, number nine hitter in the lineup for BYU. One thing Brown does is he, he takes deep counts, sees a lot of pitches, has a really good eye. He's got some power. He just hasn't been able to show a ton of it this year. Brown steps in. Here's the pitch. Brown hits this ball. Second baseman goes over, gloves it, throws to short. The shortstop at the bag at second base, and the Cougars are retired here. In the inning, one run, two hits, no errors. One man left. We're through an inning and a half, one nothing. Cougars over the pilots on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Kim steps in for Portland, fouls the first pitch off. Kim, Colin Rungi, and then the Jace McKinney. one nothing. Cougars leading as we play the bottom of the second inning here in Portland. And here's the 0-1. That ball, slow ground ball right at uh, first baseman Brian Sue, who loves it, steps on the bag for the out. One man out, and Colin Rungi. He's the DH out of Redmond, Oregon. 6'1", 185-pound junior, hitting 197 on the year. Has good speed, has six stolen bases on the year. Guy likes to try to bunt, too. Still hits as much as he can and run. So Colin Rungi. Stepping to the plate, and the first pitch up a little bit high, ball one. When you look at Jordan Wood's stats this year, I mean, he really has uh, kind of a tough luck pitcher. 2.65 earned run average. Two wins, two losses, ball fouled straight back. This is his ninth start to lead the Cougars. He's thrown 54 innings. He's given up 44 hits, uh, only 19 runs. 12 walks, 35 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 222 off the right-hander. But just two wins, two losses. Yeah, those losses were tough. He had a shot to win those games, and he's got a couple of wins out there, that some tough luck that he should have had that Cougs either blew the lead yeah. when he left or didn't give him the yeah. offensive support early. Exactly. 2-1 pitch ball hit right at uh, Brennan Anderson. He backhands, comes up, and throws him out. Yeah, when that, uh, when that ball hits the brown turf, it skips more. It's uh, it's quick, especially with all the rain. Like our turf, when our turf gets wet, it skips more than usual. It's a lot quicker. This, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the ball that was a ground ball through the infield gets somehow gets to the wall today because the way it can skip. Two men out, and Jace McKinney, first baseman. Left-handed hitter steps in, and he loops one into center field. Perns is right there, makes the catch, easy inning there for Jordan Wood. We're through two, 2-1. Two, Cougars leading the pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Jared Perns will step in. Jared, the center fielder. He caught the last out in the bottom of the second. Against the Pilots, and he will step in. 380 average for Perns. One home run, 15 RBIs. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. Been a great surprise for the Cougs this year, coming in and winning job. Been fantastic for us. Had some big at-bats. That's Miller's 35th pitch as he starts the top of the third inning. Perns batting from the right side, and that's outside for ball two. 
Burns, a junior out of Henderson, transfer out of College of Southern Nevada. Along with Inouye, they've moved Inouye to the uh, bullpen this uh, series, and not sure who will be starting game three. Ball hit uh, down the third baseline foul. It'll, Coach Littlewood said it'll probably either be Bo Burrup or yeah, with uh, Alex Perone, depending on what happens with the bullpen these first two games, yeah. right? Got to win those first, and you go your best available. With no midweek this week, Bo didn't throw on Tuesday, so he's fully available. That could possibly, if he does not have to be used in the first two games, he could start that third one. Two balls and a strike. Pern swings and misses two and two. Cougars play Tuesday night down in Tucson against Arizona, and then they're off the rest of the week with finals. So yep. chance for that staff to really kind of get rested. So probably a chance to maybe ex- extend some guys here in this uh, series. Absolutely. Two and two. Perns pops it up down the first base side and out of play. Jared Perns will be followed by Brennan Anderson and then Daniel Sneeman. Cougars with a sweep last weekend, 6-6 six and six in the conference. They do have one of the better overall records in the conference, 17-13. and 13. That's a second only to San Francisco, who's 20-13. and 13. Two, two pitch perns, fouls that one down the third base side. You see all the guys out there blowing in their hands after every pitch. You can tell it's brisk out there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's brisk and, and humid anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw a little breeze on it. And it uh, is even a little bit colder. Pern swings and misses at the change. Jarrett goes down on strikes for out number one. And Anderson will step in. Uh, Brennan uh, lined out to center field his first time up. Anderson, the senior out of Draper. Three home runs on the year, 21 RBIs. Had a big one last week at uh, against uh, Santa Clara in Provo with the right center field wall, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. That was a huge home run because they had just taken the lead on a three-run home run, and then he went right back with the two-run home run to take it back from them. So, Anderson, the right-hander, steps back in, swings and misses one and one. He's really got his change of going right now. All the Cougs have been out in front swinging over the top of it every single time. Got to see that pitch up. Schneeman is uh, on the on-deck circle. And then he'll be followed by Brian Sue. Pitch to Anderson over for a strike, another change. And the count uh, now, one ball and two strikes. Portland, uh, 19 home runs on the air. The Cougars with 18 as a team. Pitches off the plate. And the count evens up. Yeah, just missed. Close take there by Brennan. Two balls, two strikes. Camden Miller will work from the stretch here. With nobody on base, and that's outside ball three. Good eye by Anderson there. Picked up that curveball off the plate right out of the hand. Yeah, saw it real well. 
Probably come back with that changeup right here. Three and two. Here's the pitch to Anderson. Ball looped down the right field line. That ball is going to slice foul. Got a wall blocking me. I'm not sure how close that was to uh, fair. It was a few feet foul. Cougars a bullpen down the uh, right field line and uh, Portland down the left field side. And there's a giant uh, hitting cage down in the left field corner. It's about, uh, what, 10, 12 feet out of play. Outside, so a one-out walk given up to Anderson. That was really good at bat right there by Brennan. Swung at the one change up down, but after that it was really locked in and really did a good job of just swinging at strikes and took a good walk there. I'll bring Schneeman up. Uh, Daniel grounded out to the third baseman. Lopez, his first time up there. Lopez in about even with the bag at third base. Schneeman, a very good bunner. Anderson, a good speed at first, got four, uh, has four stolen bases, and they throw over there, and Anderson slides back in safely. Next game tomorrow night, same time here, uh, 7 o'clock back in Utah. We'll have all those games for you on uh, 960 AM, 94.5 FM, BYU Radio, and Sirius uh, XM uh, 143. Plus all the apps on BYU Cougars that you can download and listen to all the BYU games. And the pitch to Steeman on the outside corner for a strike. Cougars lead the series with uh, Portland. Uh, They've won 23 and lost 11 to the Pilots. Swept the Pilots last year in Provo. A couple of wild ones, especially the first one. There's a line shot right at the second baseman. He makes the catch for the out. Two men down. I'll never forget that first game. Never forget it. 23-19 23-19 was the score. Cougars won that one in a, just a slugfest. And they came back uh, with 11-3, to 16-3 wins. Cougars also swept the Pilots up here in 16 and also here in Portland in uh, 2014. Two men out, runner at first base, and uh, Anderson... Uh, has to slide back in as a th- quick throw to first base. Yeah, this is a different team than we've played in the last few years up here in Portland. They, uh, they've truly been competing and truly believe they can beat anybody. Got some really good pieces. Two men out. And uh, Brian Sue the hitter, and Brian takes the fastball over for a strike. Brian struck out his first time up. Sun starting to peak out again as we've seen game time was pretty nice. Yeah. Warmed up and then clouded up, got windy, started to rain a little bit, and now the sun back out. Bit of a sun field out there on the left side, shortstop and left fielder. Sue takes that one a little bit low. And the count now a ball and a strike. Merler were up over 50 pitches now in this outing. As we play the top of the third inning here. He's doing a really good job of, of commanding his pitches and locating his off speed. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Sue takes that one high and tight. Ball two. Brian Sue, 346 average coming in, 105 at bats, 36 hits on the year. 
one of the toughest guys to strike out in the nation. As Brian uh, just struck out for his 10th time back in the first inning. And here's a 2-1. That's on the outside corner. Two balls and two strikes. Ball looked a little outside from my view. Good old Barry Larson. Got a lot of history with him behind the plate. Had some fireworks with him earlier this year. Coach Littlewood. Yeah. And he had a little conversation. Yep. Coach didn't win that fight. No, he uh, <laughs> he ended up listening to the broadcast yeah. back in his office. He did. He did. <laughs> Doesn't happen too often, but it happened. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. There goes the runner. That pitch up and over the head of Sue. Throw into center field, and uh, Anderson will move to third base on the air. Give him a stolen base. And then the catcher, Tate Budnick, just... Uh, let one go. Second baseman had no chance to make the play. So a stolen base, fifth of the year by Anderson. Yeah, he probably shouldn't even have thrown that pitch. It was up and in over Sue, and he had to try to throw over the top of Sue when he caught it, which made him airmail it in center. Pitch was right over the top of Sue's helmet. Yeah. Well, that's where you got to make it hurt right here. Find a way to hit a single and drive in a run. Three and two the count. That's normally when Sue's at his best. He's got 21 RBIs on the year. So Brian will uh, step back in. And the pitch to Sue's way outside for ball four. So the Cougars with runners at the corners. And Brock Hale, who doubled his first time up, will come to the plate. Brock's uh, short hopped the ball off the left field wall down in the corner. Well, this is what uh, Coach Pratt's been uh, preaching for you know the last month. It's get the next guy up. Don't be selfish. Don't have to be the guy that always gets the hit. Find a way to get the next guy up. And the next guy up in this situation is a really good hitter. So hopefully it can pay off. Brock Hill, Cougar right fielder. Steps to the plate. And here is Miller's pitch. Hill takes that one over the outside corner. Fastball for a strike. Brock Hill uh, now 347, 636 slugging percentage for uh, Hale. With uh, two men out, he's hitting over 400, 417. Pitch to Hale is outside one and one. So on the strength of a walk, a stolen base in air, and another walk, the Cougars with runners at the corners. With two men out, they lead to one to nothing over Portland here in the top of the third. And here's the 1-1 pitch to Hale. That's way outside ball two. Good job by the catcher right there just catching that. This will be the 60th pitch by Mueller here in the third inning. So they're really running his pitch count up. Out of the hand there, I thought that was going to be a pass ball because he held on to it way too long. He was in the other batter's box. And, of course, with Hale, as we've seen throughout the conference season, guys try to pitch around him. They do. Pretty tough in this situation with runners at the corners, two men out. 
And Brock, as we've talked about, patient. You know, go the other way. Go where it's pitched. And here is Mueller with the 2-1 pitch to Hale. Up all hit hard right at the shortstop. It bobbles, comes up, throws to second, and he's got him. Boy, got him by very close play at the bag at second base, and it looks like Sue might be hurt. Sue went into the bag hard. And with that, uh, you know, the turf being wet, and yeah. Sue up uh, hobbling back to the dugout. So the Cougars with uh, no runs in the inning. There were no hits. One air, two runners left. We're through two and a half. One nothing BYU over Portland on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Tate Budnick will lead off for Portland here in the bottom of the third. First pitch over for a strike. Budnick, a 237 hitter, does have three home runs on the year. Jordan Woods pitches just off the plate. One and one the count. Little guy. Budnick, uh, 5'11", 200-pounder out of uh, Vancouver, just here over the border. And the 1-1 pitch is down low for a ball. Mike Littlewood in his sixth year as the head man at BYU, assisted by uh, Trent Pratt. Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, Tuckett Slate here on the staff. 2-1 pitch, that's over for a strike, 2-2. Two and two. Looks like Barry Larson will give you just a little bit off that outside corner if you're able to spot it up there. Yeah, he'll give you about a ball and a half if you can be consistently at that location. Here's a 2-2. Two, two. Off the plate, ball three. Top of the order, Matt Kelly do up next. I always see umpires on a cold night, too, be a little bit wider than normal as well. Three, two, outside ball four. So Jordan Wood walks the number nine hitter in the lineup. And that will bring uh, Matt Kelly to the plate. Kelly struck out looking his first time up. Jordan Wood now will uh, come from the stretch with uh, Kelly stepping in. And here is Wood's uh, first pitch to Kelly. There's a bunt down the first baseline. Picked up by Wood. Throws the first. In No, he's safe right. at first base. Brendan Anderson got there. But the uh, first base umpire called him safe. Good speed by Kelly and a very good bunt. Yeah, it really was. One of those ones that's like, do you let it go foul? But it wasn't going to. It was just going to settle about a couple inches fair down the first baseline. I'll bring Chad Stevens to the plate. He has struck out his first time up. As the Cougars again probably expecting a bunt, trying to get those guys into scoring position as uh, Stevens, the freshman out of uh, Fox Island, Washington, steps in. And he's scoring to bunt already here. And the pitch is way outside for a ball. Jordan Wood just isn't quite as sharp with his command as we've seen in past outings. Yeah, normally he's been really sharp with his fastball, but not sure if it's a co- because of the cold night or, or what, but he's not been as sharp as we've seen him throughout the year. One ball, no strikes. Stevens again scoring to bunt. Sue coming hard from first base. Pops it up. 
Sue going to try to get there, but it's uh, back behind Lawson. It will fall into a foul territory, and the count goes to a ball and a strike. Stevens, a long look in at his head coach, Jeff Loomis. Yeah, Sue crashed really hard that time. I'd be curious to see if he does it again, if they've got maybe a slash call or something like that. Because he pretty much was right on top of him when that ball was bunted. If it was popped up anywhere but straight foul, he probably would have caught that. One ball, one strike to Chad Stevens. They make a move throw back behind the runner with Anderson covering, but the runner back in safely, Tate Budnick. David Clausen back, uh, comes out in front of the plate, gives the defensive sign to the infield. And again, Stevens scoring to bunt. Here's the 1-1. This time he slashes and fouls it straight back, so 1-2 and two the count. Asu yeah, was crashing hard again. Yep. We'll see if they'll try to square again with two strikes. Some programs do it. Need to find a way to get a strikeout or a ground ball right here. Tomorrow, Eli Morse, the right-hander, going against Hayden Rogers, the lefty for BYU. Same game time, uh, 7 o'clock back in Utah. Curveball up a little bit high, 2-2. Two and two. Well, two balls, two strikes, nobody out. Portland... Uh, down one to nothing, but threatening here in the inning. And that's a line drive base hit into left field. Runner had to hold, so there will be bases loaded with nobody out. Yeah, did a good job getting a breaking ball and just really one-armed one it. Was able to hit a little soft liner through the six hole into left. Well, Bo Brundage, the hottest hitter in the league, steps in. He doubled his first time up. Brundage out of Buford, Georgia, will step in. Cougars uh, on the corners in a little bit and double play depth up the middle. Got to find a way to battle right here. Minimize this inning. Don't let it turn into a huge one. And here's the pitch from Jordan Wood. That's outside ball one. Well, Burndage, uh, 400 hitter coming in, 120 at bats, 48 hits, nine doubles, a triple, a home run. The 1 0 pitch is down low, ball two. So Bo Brundage batting from the left side. Portland with a a walk and two hits in the inning. Have loaded the bases. Nobody out. That ball, fly ball. Kringlin and left going back a few steps. He is there. Will make the catch. Runner from third will score. Throw into third base. Not in time. Is the runner able to advance? So Brundage with the sacrifice fly has tied it up. Yeah, did exactly what the pilots needed him to do there. Hit deep enough to score the run and let both guys advance on the throw. 
One man out. And Daniel Lopez, who walked his first time, will step in. Now Coach Littlewood brings the uh, right side of the infield in. Sneeman uh, still back at shortstop. We're all tied up 1-1. Pilots have had hit the Cougars 3-2 now. Got real good speed out there on the bases. And here's the pitch to Lopez, and that's down low for a ball. Lopez uh, tied for the team lead with four home runs. Is the team leader in RBIs with 23. And he's got an opportunity right here to put the Pilots on top. And here is Woods' 1-0 pitch, a swing and a miss for a strike. Good Looks change. like Jordan's change yeah, right there. Good change up right there. Well, the clouds have cleared again, kind of partly cloudy skies. Wind has kind of died down. 1-1 pitch is outside, ball two. So Lopez, who walked his first time up, will step back in. And here's the 2-1 pitch, fly ball foul out of play down the right field side. I'm really looking for a strikeout right here. That's the, Just need one in the worst way. Just find a way to get a strikeout. Put yourself in a situation with two outs to get out of this with just giving up one run. Wouldn't be surprised to see him come back with that change. Yeah. Swing and a miss on the first strike here to Lopez. With that pitch and uh, Jordan Wood from the stretch. Here is the 2-2. Ball hit pretty well. Deep left field. Kringlin going back, looking up. Makes the catch, crashes into the wall. A run will score. And they are going to appeal it back to second base. They said he left early, and I think he did. He yes, did. he is out. He, did. he is out. So no run will score no, there. No run scores. The guy at second base did not either didn't tag or, or left way too early. Everybody saw you could hear the crowd, yeah. hear the entire bench saying 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Great job. Great catch there by Kringlin. That's a fantastic play up against the wall to make that play. It was a great catch. And they double up the runner. 1-1 the score. We're through three. Portland and BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Nate Favero steps in. Favero swings and misses at the first pitch. A little controversy there. They uh, Hopefully an umpire said the runner did score, even though the man was doubled off a second base. Yeah, the, so, only, um, the only way it uh, wouldn't be is if it was a runner at third that left early. So it's a timing play on that situation. One and two the count. So Portland leading this one 2-1. Still a good job minimizing there by Jordan. As we play the top of the fourth inning. Navarro takes that one outside. Nate Favero uh, singled in a run his first time at the plate tonight. Camden Muller fires and Favero fouls that one straight back, stays alive. 
So a ball and two strikes to the Cougar third baseman. Talked about Sue going into the bag hard at the end of the last half inning for the Cougars. He got up and walked it off and was at first base defensively. Vero swings foul, tips it back into the catcher's glove, goes down on strikes for out number one. Well, and all strikeouts have been on breaking balls, change-ups, or sliders. So need to do a little bit better job this next time around of seeing that pitch up and not swinging at that pitch that's getting down in the zone and hard to hit. That's the fifth strikeout by Muller, and uh, Kringlin was one of them as he'll step in here in the fourth. First pitch fastball over for a strike. 66 pitches now by Muller in the game. England batting from the uh, right side will step back in. Here's the 0-1. That's outside, 1-1 and the count. Clawson uh, is due up next. He'll be followed by Jake Brown. Cougars had a good opportunity in the third to score, but uh, Brock Hill grounded out to the uh, shortstop to end the inning. There's a bunt down the third baseline. Pitcher Muller picks it up, throws to first, not in time. So Kringlin with a one-out bunt single. Couldn't have done that a couple of weeks ago with that hamstring, yeah, but he was, uh, he was going pretty good there. Yeah, great bunt there by Kringlin. Really a good play by Muller to even make that close at first base. He got off the mound in a hurry. So a one-out single, and Clausen steps in. David uh, struck out looking his first time up. You were talking about the ending of last in, uh, the last time up with Brock Hill. He hit that ball hard right at the shortstop. Made him bobble it, but uh, was able to get the, uh, the force out at second to get out of the inning. Tough break there. It's nice to see guys hitting. If you hit balls hard in those situations, usually good things are going to happen. So Kringlin at first base, one man out. Clawson steps in. Camden Muller on the hill, and the first pitch to Dave Clawson, a big swing and a miss for strike one. David Clawson, 262 average as he steps in. For BYU. And here's the 0-1. Curveball up high. A ball and a strike. Well, right now it turned into a nice evening for baseball here in Portland. Rain most of the day. Pitch to Clawson. Ball hit pretty well. Left fielder going back a couple of steps over near the line. He'll make the catch for out number two. And Jake Brown will come up. Jake uh, on the fielder's choice his first time up to end the inning. Cougars with uh, Kringlin at first base. Two men out. Portland leading the game two to one.
And a throw to first. Kringlin uh, scampers back in safely. Cougars with uh, 10 former players in the professional ranks uh, moving their way around. We heard that uh, Brugman, AAA for the Baltimore team. Some of those assignments still being made. Taylor Cold playing with or Cole playing with the Salt Lake Bees. Angels organization pitches inside to Brown ball one. Cougars uh, defending West Coast Conference uh, champions this year. They were picked number one on the preseason coaches poll. Entering the season. Quiet night tonight, isn't it? 1-1 pitch. Brown swings and misses. A ball and a strike. As uh, you mentioned, uh, Miller keeping that fastball off the plate, but really his change and his curveball have really been what's given the Cougars trouble in the ball game. Brown lines one down the left field line. Base hit into the corner. Kringlin around second base. Left fielder picks it up, gets it back in quickly. So Jake Brown with a double, a two-out double, and that'll uh, bring Perns to the plate with runners in scoring position. Yeah, great swing there by by Jake. Fastball away and just hit it hard right down the line. Good play by Hawken out there and left. Yeah. Kind of rattled around a little bit. I think Kringlin could have scored, but picked it up uh, on one hop, got it back in quickly the one home advantage they have is being so short down the lines that it gets that wall quick and if you can cut it off in time it's going to be hard to score down the lines from first. Did a good job like you said though of fielding that. Pern steps in, struck out his first time up and here's Mueller's pitch to uh, Perns and that's up high ball one. Jarrett uh, with runners in scoring position hitting 390 this year. They really got to make them pay right here. Two out runs are big in the game. And Jarrett's done a good job this year of finding ways to score, in that, score guys in that situation. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's on the outside corner, 1-1. One one. Brown getting a huge lead at second base. Second baseman pulled well over into the four hole and the shortstop playing very deep in the six hole. Huge gap right up the middle for Perns. And Brown just with an absolute massive lead at second base. Yes, he really does. Here's the 1-1 ball hit out toward the shortstop. Picked up. Throw to first. A little bit high. Gets away from the first baseman. Brown's going to try to score. Kringlin scores. And now Brown scores. That'll be an error on the shortstop. Uh, Chad Stevens came up and kind of rushed it, it looked like, a little bit. Yes, he did. And Perns uh, does the job, gets the runs in, and the Cougars have retaken a 3-2 lead. Yeah, hey, we always talk about it. put a ball in play, and it's kind of a soft, kind of a soft ground ball to short that Brown actually got in front of and shielded a little bit. He filled it clean but tried to rush himself and overthrew it. Two-run score would definitely take it. Yeah, air all the way. Two runs score. And top of the order, Brennan Anderson steps in. Brennan has lined out and walked in the game in the first pitch. Curveball drops in for a strike. 
Yeah, throw just off the glove of a McKinney down there at first, and Brown with that huge lead yeah. was able to get around the bag and score easily without even a throw. Burns uh, back in on uh, throw to first base. So Jarrett, uh, no RBIs, but hit the ball just softly enough. It's got just enough speed that yeah. I think it made Stevens uh, rush it his throw a little a, bit. It was going to be a close play. I still think that it had him if it was online, but he really definitely rushed it and right out of his hand when you could tell that when he threw it, it was going high. Second error of the game by Portland. Lucky it stayed in play. Yeah, there's not a huge area over there. Bounced around, but as we mentioned, Brown with a good jump was able to score. And here is the 0-1. That's up high to Anderson. And a count now 1-1 one and one on Brennan. Schneeman on deck. He'll be followed by uh, Brian Sue. Cougars three runs on four hits. The Pilots two runs on three hits, but they've committed a couple of errors. And Mueller's pitch to Anderson. Another curveball. This one again drops in over the inside corner for a call strike two. He's really got a feel for those breaking pitches, doesn't he? It's a sharp one. He's a guy that only throws 85-87, so he really has to rely on those pitches. Doing a good job today. Now at 80 pitches here as we play the top of the fourth. So his pitch counts up, but he's done a nice job. And here's the one-two. Anderson takes that one on the outside corner. Call strike three. And the Cougars are retired. Cougars with two runs on two hits. There was an error. One man left. We're through three and a half. Three-two, BYU leading Portland. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cody Hawken will step in, lined out to left field his first time up. Cougars lead 3-2 as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. There's a fly ball deep to left. Kringlin looking up, going back at the wall, and it is out of here. Cody Hawken with his fifth home run of the year, RBI number 20. Boy, pitch it just got up in his wheelhouse. Yes, it did. And Hawken hit it out of here. High fastball, and he didn't miss that at all. And we are tied up at 3-3. That will bring Ryan Kim to the plate. Kim uh, grounded out to Brian Sue. His first time up there, Ryan Kim out of uh, Boise, Idaho a sophomore for the Pilots. And there's a line drive base hit into left center field. That ball's going to get through all the way to the wall. Jarrett Perns picks it up. And Ryan Kim with a double. Yeah, back-to-back fastballs, home run, and then a hard hit double. And all both of those pitches are elevated fastballs. Good swing by the Pilots. Jeremy Thomas out of the dugout. Cougar pitching coach to have a little chat with uh, Jordan Wood, who these last couple innings have really struggled, really kind of 
was fortunate to get out of that last inning, only giving up two runs. Yeah. And now he's given up a home run and a double to start off the bottom of the fourth. Portland now with five hits in the game. And Colin Rungi will come in. He's the DH. He grounded out to Anderson his first time up. Definitely a uh, bunt situation that, the, and that they like to do right here with these guys in the bottom of the order. Rungi, right-handed hitter, steps to the plate. And he squares the bunt, bunts it right back to Jordan Wood. Wood's got it. He'll throw to first base for the out. So one man out. Portland knows who they are, and they do a great job executing. All their bunts have been really good. Kim moves to third base on the bunt. And that will bring Jace McKinney, first baseman, up. McKinney flew out to uh, center fielder Jarrett Perns his first time at the plate. He'll step in from the left side. Warring number 15 on the jersey, hitting 239 on the year with uh, nine RBIs. We're all tied up 3-3 here in the bottom of the fourth. Portland with a runner at third base. And here's the pitch, a swing and a miss for a strike. Good off-speed pitch there by Wood. Infield's now running in to kind of play, to cut it off. Here's the 0-1 ball hit right at Anderson. He's got it. Runner at third has to hold, so... Good coaching move right there, Absolutely. bringing the infield in. Yeah, first pitch of the at-bat, they were playing back like normal. He swung through it. Second pitch, they ran in real fast and hit right to him. Good call there, Coach. Tate, love, Tate Budnick now will step in. He's the number nine hitter. I love after the game, I talked to Coach about that. I was like, hey, man, great job, great call. He's like, oh, makes me look good when it works. Not so good when, it, uh, when the guy hits a high chopper over our head that would have been an out. First pitch to Budnick is over the outside corner for a strike. Looked like Tlaassen yeah, got crossed up crossed up sure. on that pitch. Luckily, he caught it. You could he see the, it was a strike, yeah, too. Yeah, you could see the way that he kind of bailed to catch that. It was almost right down the middle, but ugh, scary for a catcher. Two men out, runner at third base, one man across for Portland. We're all tied up 3-3. And the pitch ball hammered foul down the left field line. Well out of play and 0-2 the count. But Jordan's getting some of those pitches elevated and uh, Portland's hit a couple of balls hard here in the inning. Yes, they have. 0-2 here. Got to find a way to get your best pitch, bury it, and get him to swing at it. Here's the 0-2. That's... Well high and outside. One ball and two strikes to uh, Tate Budnick hitting uh, 237 on the year. You can tell Woods is really just trying to gut it up right here yeah. and just bear down. He doesn't have his best stuff. He's just trying to compete and keep his team in the game. Here's the 1-2. Curveball strike three call. Budnick goes down. 
One run, two hits in the inning, no errors, one man left. We're through four complete. We're all tied up 3-3. Pilots and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the fifth, all tied 3-3, BYU and Portland. As the Cougars, Daniel Sneeman, number two in the order, will step in. Daniel 0 for 2 today. Average is dipped now to 246 on the year for the Cougars shortstop. Two home runs on the year for Sneeman, and he grounds it foul down the first base side. Daniel Sneeman, uh, Brian Sue, and Brock Hale do up here in the inning. Cougars four hits, Pilots five hits tonight. Pilots have committed a couple of errors that have really cost them a couple of runs. Here's the 0-1 to Sneeman. That's outside. 83 pitches now by Mueller in the game. Finally got someone down there throwing. Looks like it's number 32. Getting loose for the Pilots. 32 or 33. Here is the 1-1. That's outside. For a ball. Christian Peters. So Peters beginning to throw. He's a sophomore right-hander. Two balls and a strike to the Cougar shortstop. Here is Mueller's pitch. And uh, Sneeman takes that one down. Low ball three. Great take on the changeup. It's a tough one to lay off. It's right down the middle. I think it's the fastball good to go, and it just drops off the table in the dirt for a ball. Good take there. Still got to be selective here, 3-1. 3-1 pitch. Neiman rockets one. Right center field. Right fielder coming over. He's going to get there and makes the catch for the out. So one man out. Boy, the, that ball just died. Yeah, really did. Uh, Sue will come up. I think the later it gets, the cooler it gets, and the darker it gets. I think the ball's, yeah. whatever carry we, we had early will stop. Not that we had much carry yeah. anyway. Sue will step in. Uh, Brian has struck out and walked in the game. And the first pitch from Mueller is uh, a swing and a miss for strike one. Is that breaking ball again? Brian Sue will 0 for 1 today. As he will step in against uh, Mueller. Here's the 0 1, and Sue swings and misses this time at a curveball. No balls and two strikes to the Cougar first baseman. Ball's hammered to left field. 0-2, boy, just got that pitch up. Mueller, bad 0-2 pitch. And uh, Sue made him pay with a solid single. That will bring uh, Rock Hale to the plate. Yeah, just hung a breaking ball 0-2, and Sue did a great job of sitting back on it and putting a good swing on it. Hard line drive to left. Rock 
So Brock Hale will uh, come to the plate. He is doubled and uh, grounded out. All for one uh, today for Brock. And a timeout called uh, by the catcher. Miller threw the ball to first, but home plate umpire Larson called a timeout before the throw was made. And a throw to first, and again, uh, Brian Sue back in. <coughs> Portland four wins, eight losses in the conference. Cougars six and six. So really an important game for both uh, teams here, a very important series. Pitches off the plate, 1-0 and to Hale. Hill in the second, doubled down the left field line, scored the Cougars' first run on the single by Favero, and grounded out uh, to the shortstop, who uh, threw to second base to force a Cougar runner his last time up. And that was Sue, who's a little shook, shook up on that play as uh, Hale swings and misses a ball and a strike. Boy, definitely the best pitch for Mueller today is that changeup. It really is. He's got a lot of confidence and command in that pitch. One ball, one strike. To Brock Hale. And here's the pitch. That's up a little bit high, two and one. Same time tomorrow night, game two of this series, Cougars and the Pilots. And then uh, Saturday at noon here, 1 o'clock in Utah. So two balls and a strikes to Hale. And another throw to first, and again, uh, Brian Sue slides back in safely. Problem with that is getting the, the uh, batting gloves all wet. Yeah, it is. Your jersey and your pants all wet from uh, the torrential rain they've had here over the last few days. And you know that field hasn't dried off. Here's Mueller's 2-1. Hale hammers one deep left field. Left fielder going back. Looking up. He's at the wall. Jumps and off the wall. Sue is going to advance to second base. As Sue was, uh, he was going to tag. Yeah, he was trying to there. Left fielder Cody Hawkins went back to the wall and uh, off of his glove. That'll be a long single for Hale. And the Cougars with runners at first and second base, one man out. Yeah, tough break there for Brock. Hit a ball off the wall and only get a single out of it because of uh, Brian Sue tagging up. With one out, you... I get why he's tagging because if it's caught, you can get to second with two and and, and try to take a lead with Nate. Um, But, you know, if you're playing it like you normally would, which is halfway or go as far as you can, then he probably touches second and moves on to to, uh, third. I'm not sure if Brock would have been able to get a double out of it because. Yeah, left fielder picked it up quick out of the end. Almost caught that. Like I said, when the ball was hit, most ballpark gets out of here. That slight wind blowing in from left, and it was. Deep enough into the left center field alley yeah. that the, the 
two that feet. Heavy air just knocked it down. Two to three feet to the left, and it's probably out yeah. of here. Because what is it about? Almost a little more than three quarters of the way up the wall, wouldn't it? Right. Pitching coach now out. 93 pitches by Camden Mueller, so looks like they're going to stay with him here. But I uh, wonder how many more pitches this young man's got in that right arm. We're only in the top of the fifth inning with one man out here for the Cougars. And Nate Favero steps in. Sue at second. Brock Hale at first base after his second hit. And Nate Favero, who uh, singled his first time up and had an RBI, struck out on a foul tip in the fourth. He'll step back in here in the fifth. And here is Mueller looking in now. He looks back at second base. Now timeout called by Favero. Mueller looked in, looked out, looked in, looked back about three times. Yeah, I kept did. waiting for Favero to call timeout and finally he did it. Just dusk here, uh, light starting to take effect here at Joe Etzel Field. And that ball's hit pretty well by uh, Favero, but uh, center fielder able to track it down, make the catch, uh, Bo Brundage for out number two. Two men out, and that'll be up to Kringlin here to try to knock in a run. Keaton struck out in the second. Bunt single in the fourth. He came around to score. On the throwing air by the shortstop, uh, Chad Stevens. And Kringlin, that big a bat right here. Trying to give the Cougars the lead here. Cougars scored one in the second, two more in the fourth. And Mueller's first pitch to Kringlin, swing and a miss on that change, and Kring- Keaton way out in front of that pitch. Yeah, another one right there. Just drive it the other way. Trying to pull off that right now. No balls in a strike to the Cougar left fielder. Pitch to Kringlin on the outside corner. Another change. And Keaton down on the count 0-2. Boy, here where you've really struggled against kid, you've really got to think about going the other way. Just stay back on it. Yeah, just flip it the other way through that four hole. They're playing you up the middle, second baseman. Just flip it in that four hole. That slider is going to throw you away right here. Here's the 0-2 to Kringlin inside for a ball. Cougars with runners at first and second base. They've left uh, four men on so far here through the first four innings. As Keaton Kringlin trying to give the Cougars the lead here. Here's the one, two. Kringlin hits the ball very well. Deep left center field. Left fielder coming over, however. He's there and makes the catch for the out. And that's going to do it for the Cougars. No runs. Two hits. No errors. Two runners left. We are through four and a half, three, three. Pilots and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 
Top of the order for Portland will step in here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Matt Kelly, he has struck out and had a bunt single in the ball game. And here is the first pitch from Jordan Wood. Pop fly, shallow center field. Jarrett Perns is camped under it, and he will make the catch for the out. One pitch, one out. Great way to start an inning right there. Chad Stevens will now step in. Yeah, Jordan needs a, a good inning. He's really struggled with his command and everything in the third and fourth. Was really fortunate to only give up a, you know, three runs in those two innings. Yeah, it really was. You know, his pitch count isn't high. No, 59 pitches as we play the bottom of the fifth. And Stevens, who is one for two. First pitch is uh, outside for a ball. Stevens uh, struck out in the first and singled in the third inning. Pitch from Wood is fouled straight back, one and one. You know, they're, it's it's a funny. They're not throwing balls out when they hit the turf. That turf must drain amazingly well. That is interesting. One one pitches outside, and the count now two and one on uh, Chad Stevens with the Brundage due up next. Ball fouled up and out of play. Yeah, you really want to go right at this hitter right here. You don't want to like, have anyone on base when Brunage comes up. The guy is just a hitting machine. 2-2 pitch. Ball hit down to Favero. He's got it on one hop. Throws the first for the out. Good play by uh, Favero. Short hop that one. Came up. Took a lot of time to make the throw. Yeah, he did. But he got him. Portland can really run. They get down the line. I mean, all those plays, that, that's close. That's a one hopper to third, and it's bang, bang at first. Now he did hold it a little bit, but Nate has a strong arm, and they really run hard down the line. Now Brundage steps in. Uh, Brundage doubled in the first, had a sacrifice fly ball that scored a run in the third. His 17th RBI of the year. And here is the 1-0 pitch. Brundage ground ball down the first base side foul. A ball and a strike to Bo Brundage out of Buford, Georgia. Made his way all the way across the country here to Portland. There's another one fouled down the first base side. I always want to see if they have something on their website of how, well, his journey here, how, how do you go from Georgia to Portland? You know, it's a big contrast in areas. Is he, you know, through junior college? No, he's a sophomore, so I doubt that. Here's the one-two pitch up high for a ball. Brundage, as we mentioned, one of the top hitters in the, well, the top hitter batting average-wise, but yeah. definitely one of the top hitters in the conference overall. Batting from the left side, here's the two-two pitch. Oh. Just missed. Oh, wow. See, the umpire was kind of almost going into the strikeout call, but he held back. 
And the 3-2 pitch. There's a strike three called inside corner. And Brundage goes down on strikes. Portland uh, out on in order here in the bottom of the fifth. 3-3, Portland and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. We go to the top of the sixth inning. New pitcher for Portland Christian Peters, number 33. Peters uh, limited action this year. This is only his third appearance. He's only thrown two and a third innings. Uh, no record, 11.57 earned run average in those two innings. given up three hits, three runs, has walked one and struck out two. And he's got a mask, almost like the masked man out there. We're told that he was hit by a uh, a batted ball. So he's got a little mask, uh, looks like from the top of his nose over his eyes. I don't think I've ever seen that. Peter's the right-handed pitcher. First pitch over to Clawson for a strike. Yeah, I've seen guys wear like a metal face mask or a plastic face mask yeah. or a guard, but it just looks real different. Like it's like a custom form fit, like Matt, Matt Black, like face guard. Owen won the count. Clawson steps back in, and that ball's grounded just foul down the first base side. David has struck out in the second, flew out to left field in the fourth. Cougars uh, three runs on six hits. Portland three runs on five hits as we play the top of the sixth inning from here at uh, Joe Etzel Field in Portland, uh, Oregon. As uh, Clausen strikes out on the inside fastball, one man out. And that will bring Jake Brown. Brown has uh, grounded out and doubled. He scored one of the Cougars' three runs. Scored that run on the overthrow by the shortstop. Cougars uh, just one earned run in the game. Uh, Two unearned runs on that error. As Jake Brown, the uh, sophomore out of Mesa. Saw Jake, uh, you know, it's got him listed just as a designated hitter, but saw him uh, taking some infield at first base yeah, before he doesn't, the game. Doesn't, won't play a ton of first, but it's op- it's an option if needed. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Brown. That's over for a strike. 1-1 one one the count. Jake, little inside-out swing the last time up. Hit it right down the uh, left field line for extra bases. And here is Peter's 1-1 pitch. Good curveball. Drops in for call strike two. Good little slider there, little three-quarter arm slot. More of a fastball slider guy. Mentioned Peters. Uh, Peters' sophomore out of Centralia, Washington. And the 1 2 pitch outside. Two balls and two strikes. BYU's uh, Jarrett Peters is on deck. 
And here's a 2-2 pitch. Just a little bit low. Ball three. Cougars hate and Rodgers will get the start tomorrow. He'll go against a right-hander, Eli Morse. Rodgers, four wins, two losses on the year. Morse, two wins and four losses. Pilots, 11 wins, 19 losses on the year. And the Cougars are 17 and 13 on the year. And 3-2. Swinging, strike three. So Christian Peters comes in, strikes out the first two batters he faces, and that uh, will bring Perns up. Center fielder number five, Jared Perns. you got to believe uh, Peters as good as he's looked at there. The only reason he hasn't thrown a little more probably due to the injury. Yeah. Yeah, good fastball slider combo. First pitch to Perns is a fastball over for a strike. Top of the sixth, 3-3 the score. No balls and a strike to Jarrett Perns. He's 0 for 2 today. And Perns takes that one inside. One ball and one strike. Perns struck out in the third and hit the ground ball to the shortstop. The air was committed and two runs scored for BYU. Portland with two in the third, one in the fourth. Burns ground ball down the third baseline. It's going to roll foul. So one ball, two strikes to the Cougar center fielder, Perns, hitting in the number nine slot. Tonight's uh, game, uh, Jarrett came in with a uh, 380 average. And Christian Peters will work from the stretch. And Perns swings and misses. And Peters comes in, strikes out the side here in the sixth inning. We are through five and a half, 3-3 Cougars and Pilots on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Lopez steps in. He's 0 for 1. Walked in the first. Threw out the left field in the third. He is the cleanup hitter for the Pilots. 3-3 the score as we play the bottom of the sixth inning here in Portland. First pitch from Jordan Wood is down low. Ball 1. That's uh, Jordan's 70th pitch of the uh, evening. So his pitch count's been uh, way down here. Here is the 1-0 pitch. Ball hit pretty well. Deep left center field. Back goes Perns. Perns is, that's out of here. Home run by Daniel Lopez. Hey, that is a shot out of here in these conditions. Yep. Right over the alley in the left center field. Home run by Lopez and the Pilots on top 4-3. Uh, to three. Yeah, really doing a good job of attacking fastballs, getting good fastballs to hit down the middle and really putting some good swings on them. Both are home run guys now. Each have a home run in the game. Added to their total. Each have five on the year now. 
Can't tell. Uh, there is some activity in the pen for the Cougars. Uh, we're obstructed here. We can't tell who's throwing. As uh, Cody Hawken, who homered his last time up, steps in, and he swings and misses. Owen won the count to uh, Cody Hawken. He went over the left field wall uh, his last time at the plate. Uh, Lopez was a little more over the left center field wall. There's a pop-up. Schneeman calling everybody off. The shortstop makes the play for the out. Yeah, great job by Wood coming back with some breaking balls right there to get the first out of the inning. That'll bring uh, Ryan Kim to the plate. He's uh, one for two. He doubled his first time up. Kim hit it uh, in the left center field alley and was able to uh, pick up a double, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, the way Perns was going after that ball in the left center, I thought he had a chance. Right at the last second, he just kind of gave up on it and watched it. I don't think it got out of here by much, but it cleared the wall. Lopez. uh, It's only about 369 there in left center. So not extremely big in a normal yard. You're probably finding the way to catch that ball. There's the 0-2, line drive, base hit, right field. Brock Hale picks it up, and uh, Ryan Kim with a one-out single. And that will bring uh, Colin Rungi to the plate. Rungi 0-for-1, had a sacrifice bunt his last time up. Now Mike Littlewood out of the uh, dugout. Has not made a move yet to the bullpen, but he's out there talking to Jordan and the rest of his infield. And again, uh, with the bullpen, the situation, we talked about it pregame with Coach Littlewood. Boy, you've just got to have Wood and, and Hayden tomorrow just to eat up some innings. And uh, Jordan giving up four runs on seven hits so far. They're going to stay with him here as Coach Littlewood will return to the dugout. Bottom of the order, Runging the number seven hitter in the Lineup hitting uh, 197 coming to the plate. Yeah, I have no idea. They got a huge windscreen blocking us yeah. for the bullpen, so it's a guessing game of who's getting going. I can give you a good guess, but. Uh, <laughs> That's all it would be, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Here's the first pitch. Curveball over for a strike to Rungi. The Pilots will head from this, and they'll take on UNLV on a Tuesday-Wednesday two-game series down in Las Vegas before heading into Loyola Marymount. Friday, Saturday, Sunday contests down there next week. It's kind of a smart series. Go down there and then just quick little drive up to Loyola. Yep. Yep. Got a big lead at first. Real big lead past the cut there. Ryan Kim, uh, four stolen bases in six attempts. So with one man out and a one-run lead, you might see him run here. Here's the 0-1, swing and a miss. Good fastball there by uh, Jordan Wood. And the count now 0-2. 
the following week, um, they'll play five games. Portland, they'll play Oregon State on the 24th, Oregon on the 25th here, and then the Pacific three-game set. The 0-2 is up a little bit high. Yeah, they're very fortunate that just right down the street they have two really good baseball programs in Oregon and Oregon State that they can play in their midweeks. Those are fantastic RPI games and just really good local competition games for them to get them a good competition for league play. Quick throw to first, and again, Kim back in Sliffy. They also, uh, some of their non-conference contests against uh, Washington. Also Seattle, they play three times. The throw to first, and again, uh, the runner back in safely. One ball, two strikes with one man out, one man in, and uh, one man on here in the inning. And here's the one, two. That's uh, down low. Two balls, two strikes. Good block there by Clausen. Colin Rungi this year, 66 at bats, 13 hits. And the throw to first, and the runner again, Ryan Kim, back in safely. So two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch from Jordan Wood. Strike three called outside corner. Breaking pitch, two men out. Yeah, good and breaking ball. Jason McKinney, who's 0 for 2, will come up. McKinney batting from the left side has flown out and grounded out in the game. The throw to first, and again, Kim getting a workout over there, diving back in. Boy, yeah. Ryan or Brendan Anderson well over into that four hole. Yeah, he really is. Really expecting McKinney to, to pull the baseball. Hit it to him last time. McKinney fouls this one off the third base side into the crowd. Almost got a piece of uh, one of the pilot fans over there. Cool, damp evening here in Portland. Uh, more of the same the next couple of days here forecast. Yeah, Saturday looks worse. Be raining all day. Here is the 0-1. Ball hit out to Sneeman. He's got it. His only play will be to first base, and he'll get him. And Portland retired in the inning. Portland with a run on a hit. No errors. One man left. We are through six complete now. 4-3 pilots over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans. This is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on New Skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars down by a run, 4-3. We go to the seventh inning. Brennan Anderson, top of the order, will step in. Brennan is 0-2 today. He's lined out, walked, and uh, struck out in the ball game. First pitch from uh, Christian Peters outside ball one. Peters face three. Struck out the side. He looked really good last inning. 
in the six with a variety of pitches. So one and oh the count to uh, Brennan Anderson for that next pitch is up high again for a ball. Well, Peters isn't going to overpower you. He's 84, 86, righty from a three-quarter angle, though, which has a lot of movement. He's got a good little slow slider that he likes to throw. Kind of reminds me of that kid from Santa Clara last week. Yeah, he gave the bit. Cougars so much trouble. It's not quite as a sidearm, but uh, that pitch, he came down quite a ways. Yeah. Two and one the count. can't remember the kid's name, but he kind of tied the Cougars up. So two balls, one strike to the leadoff hitter. Anderson swings and misses. On the count now, two balls and two strikes. Yeah, Neiman and Sue up next. Probably swung it at ball three right there up and in. Got a battle here now. Brandon Anderson. Came into the contest hitting uh, 310 on the year with uh, three home runs and uh, 21 RBIs. And the pitch to Anderson is uh, fouled down the third base side. Coach Littlewood down there uh, taking his life in his own hands. Yeah. actually tried to, to field that one. Tonight's a night I wouldn't want to. It's cold. I'm not sure there's any night that you want to field that, that yeah. one. Hit pretty hard. Two balls, two strikes to Brennan Anderson. Here's Peter's pitch way inside ball three. Really need to find a way to win this at bat. Get on first, get this inning going. Yeah, as we were talking, Peter's hit by a line drive early in the year. He's got uh, kind of a space age mask on out there, totally black. Yeah. It's like a matte bat. To protect uh, his uh, cheek and eyes. Really looks like Batman. Yeah. Here's a 3-2 to Anderson. Slow roller, short stops. Got it. No, he doesn't have it. That'll be an error. As Chad Stevens came in, had to rush it. Yeah, it's not hit hard. Good hop, though, but just uh, popped out of his glove. That'll be the third error on Portland in the ball game. Cougars trying to make him take advantage of that now as Schneeman steps in. Daniel 0 for 3. Flew out to uh, center field his last time up. I really liked his at-bat. It was a good 3-1 swing he took his last at-bat. See if he can build off that. Schneeman grounded out in the first, lined out in the third. As he steps in, a wild one all the way back to the screen. And Anderson moves up to second base, so Sneeman squared to bunt. Peters threw the ball about two feet inside. Sneeman just got out of the way of that pitch, and Anderson was able to move up 90 feet. So the tying run at second base in scoring position for the Cougars. And Sneeman with a 1-0 count at the plate. Yeah, probably in another bunt situation right here. I feel bad for Sneeman the last few weeks. You know, he had that walk-off home run, but besides that, 
he's really been struggling. He and, has struggled. And, and he's so emotional, and he he's, yeah. he wants to be so good, and he is so talented and so good <laughs> that he just wears it on his shoulders, and he takes those bad at-bats, and, and, and it really wears on him. Peters pitched to Schneeman. That pitch looked like it was way inside, too. Daniel went after it and fouled it over into the Cougar dugout. Well, and that's what he's done in these yeah. situations. He's just doing too much. Pressing. Yeah, just pressing too much. It's like, hey, all you got to do here is find a way to get a runner to third. You don't have to get the hit. Just get the runner to third. See a strike, hit a strike. Don't go out of your zone and just be who you can be, and the rest will be history. You know, He's just, like you said, pressing like crazy. First baseman uh, even with the bag. Third baseman also even. Middle infielders are playing back. And Sneeman fouls that one off right off the end of the bat. And Daniel now with a 1-2 count right here. He's got to make contact. Yeah, Pretty good do. chance you're going to move the runner up. First baseman now well back behind the bag. They were yeah. half expecting bunt there. Now they're back. Hey, this is where it's, it's okay to hit a ground ball to second base and just roll over. Just have a good team at bat right here. Find a way. Christian Peters looks at second. Now here's the pitch to Sneeman. Strike three called on the outside corner. Daniel goes down on strikes. One man out. And Brian Sue will come up. Backdoor slider just caught uh, froze Sneeman at the plate. As Brian Sue will now come up. Brian um, is one for two today. Struck out in the first, walked in the third, singled in the fifth. Was stranded at uh, second base in the fifth inning on the uh, Kringlin uh, fly out to left. And here is Christian Peters. Throws back to second base and Anderson back in safely. The second baseman came in behind Anderson. So the tying run at second base for BYU. Boy, Cougars just unable to really string any hits together here in the ball game. Yeah, they really haven't. They have six hits uh, tonight. And here's the pitch to Sue. That ball hit out toward the shortstop. He gloves this one, throws the first for the out. So two men out. And that will leave it up to... Brock Hale, Hale two for three, doubled in the second, single in the fifth. Yeah, he's up similar situation, his second at bat, and hit a ground ball out to short. Need your leader right here to find a way to tie this game up. Brock Hale, his last time up, hit the ball off the pretty much the top of the wall in left, but Sue tagging it first. So Brock just credited with a single. As he comes to the plate. And Peter's first pitch to Hale, a slider. Brock swings and misses for strike one. So Anderson moved to second base on the wild pitch. Stranded there on the strikeout by Sneeman. Then Sue grounds out to the shortstop. Two men out. Tying run at third base, and uh, Hale stepping back in. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Brock uh, grounds this one foul down the third baseline. 
Brock Hill, 117 at-bats. 20 strikeouts on the year. 16 walks. Leads the conference slugging percentage of 624. On base percentage of 435. So this kid's had a spectacular year. And here's the 0-2. Brock just gets a piece of it, fouls it straight back. Yeah, slider running away, just pulled off on it and just got enough of it. This is where we talk about all the time. He just has to try to find a hit that ball back up the middle. Don't try to yank it out of here. He wants you to swing through that by trying to pull off. And again, this is the only team all year that we've seen play him pretty much straight up. Yeah, In fact, second baseman's over into the four hole even more. Usually he's playing about even right behind the second base bag. It's true. So a big opening right up the middle for Brock. 0-2. Here's Peters' pitch. Hill, strike three called. Slider on the knees on the outside corner. And the Cougars, two strikeouts in the inning. They retired. No runs, no hits, one error, one man left. We are through six and a half, four, three, Portland over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tate Budnick will lead it off for Portland as we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Budnick, the number nine hitter in the lineup for the Pilots. Pilots lead 4-3 here as we play the bottom of the seventh. Budnick has walked and struck out in the ball game. And the first pitch, check swing, straight back for a strike. We've got a couple of uh, reports of uh, some of the Cougars in the pros. Uh, Thank Ralph Zobel for that. Uh, Jacob Hanneman with the Iowa Cubs. That's a AAA affiliate. Adam Law, Arkansas Travelers. That's a Seattle AA affiliate. There's a ground ball foul. Colt Mahoney with the uh, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, double-A. Brennan Lund, Mobile Bay Bears, double-A. Maverick Buffo, Lansing Lugnuts, that's an A affiliate. We'll try to get you some more of those as we uh, get their assignments. No balls, two strikes. Checked his swing but went around. Strikeout of uh, Budnick, second strikeout of the night for him. And, you know, as much as, uh, you know, it appears that Jordan Wood's struggling, I mean, he's hung in there. He's, really he's pitched has. the ball pretty well, giving up four runs on seven hits. Yeah, it really hasn't had his best, but he's just competing. Yeah, battle through. Finding a way to keep this game close. Just need the bats to wake up a little bit. Matt Kelly steps in. There's a one-hopper out to uh, Daniel Sneeman. He's got it, and he'll throw Kelly out. So quickly, two men out here in the seventh. Also, Marcus Littlewood with the Reno Aces. That's a AAA affiliate. And Chad Stevens will come up. He is one for three. Cool, damp evening here in Portland. Uh, Game two tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Utah time, 6 o'clock here local. The Pilots and the Cougars. First pitch down low, Bowen. Cougars have swept the last two years of games against Portland, won all six. But they're behind here in game one here in the bottom of the seventh. 1-0 pitch outside, ball two. And Cougars really had opportunities with their leadoff hitter on. 
he was at second base with nobody out. And yeah. Cougars just could not execute to move him up. A couple of strikeouts. Uh, yeah, we got him to third with a good hitter up, yeah. and you go down looking, it makes it tough. Schneeman and Hale both uh, went down with the strikeouts. And the 2-0 pitch to uh, Chad Stevens outside, ball three. Here's the pitch, ball four. So Jordan Wood with a two-out walk. And that will bring uh, Bo Brundage to the plate. Jordan Wood now six strikeouts, two walks in the game. He's given up a couple of home runs, and that's going to be it for Jordan Wood as Mike Littlewood out. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brett Parkinson into the ballgame for the Cougars, wearing number eight for BYU. Parkinson, uh, six foot, 195-pound senior out of Wellsville, Utah. Saw him in the hotel earlier today. He seemed like he was ready to go. He always is. Yeah, he, he, he wants to just pitch. That's what we love about that kid. Parkinson into the ball game, facing uh, one of the better hitters in the conference, and uh, Bo Brundage. Quick throw to first base, uh, Chad Stevens back in safely. Brundage has doubled, had a sacrifice fly RBI, struck out looking his last time up. Parkinson, one win, no losses, 2.08 earned run average. He's thrown 17 innings this year for BYU. This is his 16th appearance to lead the Cougars. And Parkinson's pitch is a little bit inside for ball one. Yeah, Parkinson had four appearances in four games last week. Threw in every game. Parkinson has allowed 14 hits, only six runs, only four of those runs earned. 17 strikeouts in those 17 innings. And seven walks. There's a fastball just missed down low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes to Brundage. And that pitch is over for a strike. Wind's completely died down, hasn't it? Flat flag isn't moving at all. Portland uh, lost last week to Santa Clara by scores of 6-4, 3-0, and 9-8. So they were right there in every game over in Spokane. Pitch is a little bit low, three and one. Right-hander up next is uh, Daniel Lopez. He homered his last time up. If Parkinson's had one Achilles Hill, it's been he comes in and he walks the first guy he faces. <laughs> if he stays away from that, he does a great job. Three-one. Ball hit out towards Sneeman. Daniel's got No, he bobbles, comes up, has to make a quick throw to first, and he got him. Got him by about a half a step. As Brundage grounds out 6-3, Portland retired in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, one man left. We are through seven complete, 4-3 Portland over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Nate Favero will lead it off here in the eighth inning for the Cougars, and a pitch from Christian Peters is 
over for a strike. Well, you know, we wondered about Peters. Uh, only uh, two appearances, but I'm telling you, this kid has uh, five strikeouts. He's faced seven batters in his two innings of work. That's been fantastic. He's done a great job here for the Pilots. Here is the 0-1 pitch from Peters. It's a little bit low, one ball and one strike to Favero. So you're running out of outs, so it's now or never. you got to find a way to put some base runners on and get back in this game. Nate, an RBI single in the second, struck out in the fourth, uh, flew out in the fifth inning to the center fielder. Vero pop up, shallow center. Brundage coming over. Now he's going to be called off by the left fielder, Cody Hawken, who will make the play. Well, it's a one-run game. That's, that seems to be the Cougars this year. Yeah, no kidding. Really Last is. week uh, they had two walk-off wins, and then they, they won that game in their last at bat in the bottom of the eighth when they scored three and then held a Santa Clara. So this team, uh, boy, just played a... A number of close games this year. And they're in another one here tonight in the series opening game against uh, Portland. They find themselves down by a run here in the eighth. One man out, and the first pitch to Kringlin's up high, ball one. Keaton Kringlin, uh, one for three, had a bunt single in the fourth. Came around to score. After that single, Cougars three runs, six hits. Pitch to Kringlin inside. That hit him. I think they got him on the arm. Just grazed him. Kringlin looked back at the umpire. Umpire saw it, heard it, I'm sure. Yeah. Saw the potential tying run on base for the Cougars. Kringlin more than happy to take that bag. Yeah, he definitely is a situation where you just got to find a way to get on base, and I think he just barely nicked his arm. And we've got a pinch runner. It looks like McIntyre has come in for Kringlin at first. And he'll take over in left field. So Mitch McIntyre running. It's your fastest guy on the field. And David Clawson steps in with one man out. Clawson looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3 today. Batting from the left side. And the first pitch from Christian Peters is that slider on the inside corner for a strike. Busting him right in. Yeah, good pitch right there. And both these guys today for the Pilots have really commanded their off-speed pitch and really kept the Cougars off balance. Haven't really just had a, a rhythm to what they want to do offensively. Be a great time for Dave to bust open right here. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Not well before we'll go to first. And uh, McIntyre sliding back into the bag at first base. I like keeping the guy at first here because you have a huge hole in the four hole. And Dave likes to pull the ball. Another throw to first. And again, McIntyre back in safely. David Clawson, the sophomore, Dana Point, California. And here is the 0-1 pitch. 
That's outside. One and one the count. Well, since coming in, Christian Peters struck out the side the sixth. In the seventh, there was an error and a ground out and two strikeouts. And so far here in the eighth inning, there's been a fly ball out and a hit batter. And the Cougars just need a base hit right here to try to get that guy moving around. McIntyre, excellent speed at first base. As uh, David Clausen. Average now down to 256 on the year. Hey, you got a lot of guys in our lineup right now that are really pressing. Clausen and Kringlin and Schneeman, guys like that that have, and Favero, who really aren't hitting like they're used to hitting. And they're wearing a lot of that pressure. And it's like, hey, so what? Just just win every at-bat. Just have a chance to go up there and have good swings and put it together and see what can happen. And right now they're just putting so much pressure on themselves, and which causes to, you know, a little bit more failure than they're normally used to. One ball, one strike. And here's Peter's pitch. Checked his swing. Said he did not go. Boy, very close. Two and one the count. That's one where if you had a fourth umpire and he's at third, yep. they probably call That's it a strike. That's right. I agree with but you. because Portland chose to have three in this series, they don't get that strike called because the guy out there at second base, it's a guess. Has no idea. It's umpire, home plate umpire has a better yeah, look does. at it than the second base umpire. Well, good count here. See if you can get an opportunity to get a pitch to hit and drive in the gap. Really need Dave right here. A lot of confidence, bud. Here's the 2-1. Clausen fouls one off down the right field line. And the count evens up with two balls, two strikes. Well, the, you know, kind of the shocking thing is these the four guys you were talking about have all just had excellent years last yeah, year. You'd they think did. they'd come in with a lot of confidence. Absolutely. But if you have a little bit of failure, works on your mind. It really does. And um, Cougars need a couple of those guys to break out here. Such talented individuals, great kids, good ball players. Just got to find a way to just be who they are. Well, that's close. Another throw to first, and uh, McIntyre back in safely. Jake Brown in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. As Lawson climbs it back in. Two balls, two strikes. And here's the pitch. Clawson swings and misses, goes down on strikes for the second time. Two men out. And that will bring uh, Jake Brown to the plate. How about it? Jake Brown. Brown, uh, one for three, doubled in the fourth. Not sure if... Uh, Got a couple of guys with a couple of saves on the year, but I'll tell you, the way uh, Christian Peters is throwing, I'm not sure they want to go away from him here. Yeah, why go anyone else? The ball gets away from the first baseman on a pickoff attempt, and McIntyre is going to move to second base. Big break right there for the Cougars. Huge break. Brown 
Grounded into an ending-ending fielder's choice in the second, doubled in the fourth and scored, struck out in the sixth against Christian Peters. Outfield to play in deep here. Find a way to hit a single with McIntyre's speed. It's going to be a tight game. Clutch up right here. Brown, find a way. Brown steps back in. And here's the pitch to Jake, and that's outside for a ball. On deck is uh, Jarrett Perns. They might do a little pitch around here with Brown to face the righty with the sidearm righty matchup guy on deck. If Brown gets something to hit here, he needs to do some damage. Want to know the count? And here's Peter's pitch inside all the way back to the screen, and uh, McIntyre moves up to third base now. So the Cougars tie and run 90 feet away. I don't know how that didn't hit Brown. That was coming right for his ankles. Actually a good break in my opinion. He didn't want to hit him yeah. there. This is the guy I want up right here. It's a good matchup for this type of uh, pitcher. Well, in the seventh, the Cougars had the tie and run at third with two men out, and again here in the eighth. Two and oh, the count to Jake Brown. Pitch from Peters, slider over for a strike. Portland with a right-hander up, just beginning to throw. 40 pitches, or 41 pitches now by uh, Christian Peters, kid that's only thrown two innings the entire year. But he looks strong. 3-1 pitch. Brown fouls up, went up and off of the catcher. And he goes down. Tate Budnick, uh, I'm not sure where that got him. Looked like it might have got him. Kind of grabbing for his ear. Left ear. Hmm. Probably hit the uh, side of his mask, maybe pinched it up to there or something yeah. like that. 2 2 count. That's a good change up running away that Jake just barely was able to foul tip it. I doubt he'll come with a fastball. He's going to go with that backdoor breaking ball that he struck a few guys out on or that change up again. Peters uh, has gone two and two thirds innings. Has six strikeouts in those two and two-thirds. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Everything that the pilots needed, he's done. Interesting to know what the Cougars' uh, scouting report was on this kid. He hasn't thrown enough. Had an ERA over 11. Yeah. But he has looked outstanding here tonight. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And here is Peter's pitch, and Brown swings and misses. And the Cougars retired here in the eighth. No runs, hits, errors. One man left again. We're through seven and a half, four, three. Portland over BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. Portland head over. The Cougars 4-3. And Portland's uh, Cody Hawken will step in to lead off against uh, 
Parkinson, first pitch over for a strike. Rhett Parkinson came in and uh, retired uh, Bo Burundage. It's actually Lopez at the plate. Lopez homered his last time up. Bottom of the eighth. Cougars down 4-3 to Portland. Curveball outside for a ball. Man, had runners on third, back-to-back innings. Couldn't get the tying run across. Boy, and the strikeout's just mounting here yeah. for BYU. Three innings of work for Stewart. He's got seven strikeouts. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Lopez. That pitch came in hitting. Curveball. So Lopez was hit by a pitch. And that will bring Hawken to the plate. He's one for three. He's also homered in the game. Pitch had just got away from Parkinson in that situation. We talked about the three-man crew here in the West Coast Conference. Uh, It's up to you, three- or four-man crew. Next year we'll have to have four-man crews. Cougars have four-man crews in Provo, but uh, Portland, as we saw in Pepperdine, just going with the three-man crew and the first pitch over for a strike. Hawken did not show bunt there. He's a power guy. I think they're going to let him try to hit a ball in a gap. Hawken, a 270 hitter with uh, now five home runs and uh, 20 RBIs. And here's the 0-1 ball foul down the first base side. We'll need to keep this to a one-run game. Give yourself a chance there in the top of the ninth. Cougars, uh, we've mentioned an incredible amount of one-run games, especially here lately. Ball swing and a miss through that fastball right past Hawken. Four out, number two. They're out number one. And that will bring Ryan Kim to the plate. Kim two for three on the day. They might try to bunt with him. Even though there's one out, he runs really well. Or a little hit and run action or something. Kim will uh, step in. 271 hitter on the year for the right fielder for Portland. And a throw to first and back in is uh, Lopez. Yeah, going back to that Utah game. uh, There's a ball hit out to Anderson. He's got it on to second for one. The return to first in time for the double play, 4-6-3. And the Cougars will come up here in the top of the ninth, down 4-3 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team. And you are listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. Connor Knutson, the new pitcher for Portland. We were saying he must be awfully good to replace to replace Christian Peters, who just had a dynamite night here tonight. Knutson, very impressive, 2.38 earned run average, 14 appearances, three wins, a loss, two saves, 22 innings pitched, 30 strikeouts. Opponents only hitting 193. He has given up a couple of home runs this year. Yeah. 
Well, sometimes, yeah. you know, you have your closer, it's your guy, you want to go to him. Even though when uh, the game would show you that your guy's been real good, you might just want to stick with them. But you go to your horse and see what you can do. Jared Perns will lead it off for the Cougars. We're in the ninth. Cougars down by a run. First pitch over for a strike. I'm actually happy they took him out. <laughs> Give us someone yeah. else to look at because we didn't have good at-bats against Peters. That's for sure. Perns steps back in. Owen won the count. Jarrett looking for his first hit. He's struck out twice and been on by way of an error. And there's a pop-up. Easy play. Kim and right field coming in a few steps. He's there, and he'll make the catch for the out. One man out, and that will bring uh, top of the order. Brennan Anderson steps in. Thirteen strikeouts by the Cougars lineup in this ball game. As Anderson, his first pitch is up high, ball one. What's frustrating about that is they've had four errors, you know, and it's like, man, hit the ball and play, and they haven't proved they can field it cleanly. Make them make plays. Cooper's only one earned run in this game. Yeah. Newtson's pitch to Anderson's over for a strike. Newtson, a sophomore out of Sammamis, Washington. Not a very big kid. Throws hard. Ball and a strike. Pitches inside, ball two. Cougars have had a runner at third base in the seventh and eighth. Potential tying run and just couldn't come up with a base hit. Strikeouts uh, ended both of those threats. And Anderson checks his swing on a good slider. Catches the outside corner. And the count now two and two. It's got to find a way to get on base. See what can happen. Schneeman is on deck. And here's a two-two pitch. That's just off the plate. Three and two. Crowd's begging for it, but it's definitely off the plate. Brennan's walked once today. He is 0 for 3 in the game. And Connor Knutson looks out. And here is the windup and the pitch. Down low, ball four. So, again, the Cougars potential tying run on base. And uh, Daniel Sneeman coming up. Well, that's what you needed. You need to find a way to get on base. See if you can get something going. Daniel Sneeman 0 for 4 today. Struck out looking his last time up. Going to be a big full hole, uh, four hole open here because they're going to play double play depth and the first baseman's holding on Brennan. Just hook one in there. And it's not hard hit. Brennan can go first to third and then you're in really good business. So Sneeman steps in. And the first pitch, Sneeman fouls it off. Had a good hack at that one, but fouled it straight back. One of their top pitchers, uh, right-handed Kevin Baker, 
second team all conference last year is out with an, an injury. Mm. It was good last year. He averaged uh, nine strikeouts per inning last year. And here's the 0-1 pitch. Sneeman swings and misses at an off speed. Good change up there. And he's off down in the count. Seems like I've said that all night, haven't I? Good change up, good change up, good change up. Yeah, no doubt about it. This kid, uh, the three, both all three pitchers we've seen tonight for Portland have uh, really thrown the ball well. And here is the 0-2. Sneeman fouls that one back. Boy, that's a good. That's the best pitch he's had to hit this at bat. That's a hanging breaking ball. 0-2, up in the zone. Ah, oh, it's a pitch that Daniel wants back. He could have put that one in play and done some damage. Cougars with the tying run at first base. One man down here in the top of the ninth. They're down to their last couple of outs here. Cougars uh, have not scored in the last four innings. Throw to first Anderson back in safely. Like the last uh, hits the Cougars got were back-to-back singles by Sue and Hale in the fifth inning. They weren't able to push anybody across there. And here is the 0-2 to Schneeman. Strike three called on the outside corner. Two men out. And Brian Sue will come up. Cougars' last chance. Brian Sue is uh, one for three today. His single came in the fifth. Grounded out to the shortstop his last time up. Just need to get Brock Hill up. Give him a shot right here. Anderson, good speed at first base. This field's so shallow, though. It's it is. tough to yeah, score gaps. from first. Yep, it is uh, tough. Uh, not many triples in this ballpark. That pitch almost a wild one well outside for ball one. Yeah, when you look at... Uh, Knutson's record uh, does have 12 walks in those 22 innings, but uh, 30 strikeouts. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, he's 85, 87. Good slider, good changeup. Just typical what we've seen today, but good command. Here's the 1 0. Sue pops it up over near the Portland dugout catcher coming over, and that ball's going to land up in the crowd. Just behind the dugout down the third baseline in the count uh, one and one on the Cougar first baseman, Sue. Cougars lost to Utah last week, 4-3, and then two one-run victories against uh, Santa Clara, and then a two-run victory just because of the two-run home run. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, you talk about a team that's played a lot of close ball games, and we're in another one here. Two men out, top of the ninth. And uh, Connor Knutson. Here's the uh, 1-1 offering to uh, Brian Sue. That's uh, off the plate. Two and one. Brian Sue, the junior out of uh, San Ramon, California, came into the ballgame hitting at 346. 
one of the top hitters on this team. As Knutson taking a lot of time out. Now he's got the sign. And here's a 2-1 pitch to Sue, and that's a breaking pitch on the inside corner, 2-2. Two two. Now the count. Brock Hale is uh, in the on-deck circle. Man, that was a pitch to hit right there. Come on, Brian, find a way to get on base. Get the next guy up. Here's a 2-2. Another throw to first base, and Anderson back in safe. I'm not sure about those throws. Bad things can happen if something got away down yeah, that line. really can. And you know Anderson's not going to be running here. Not sure how smart that is. Like you said, the ballpark's so small in the alley, it's really tough to score anybody. And they're playing at the warning track right now. Yeah, unless it's misplayed a little bit. Yeah. 2-2 pitch. Ball. Brian Sue fouls this one straight back. The only place I could actually possibly see it is in left center. They're playing so wide there. If he has a line drive over short that rolled to the wall, maybe. But that's about it in this park. That's one I've been visualizing yeah. and, and hoping yeah. to see. Maybe on a 3-2 pitch when Anderson's yeah. running, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. And Sue now steps out of the box as uh, Newton very deliberate on the mound. Takes a lot of time between pitches. He doesn't like what he's getting right there. Now uh, the catcher, uh, Tate Budnick, will run out and have a chat with his closer. Budnick up to uh, 17 pitches now in this uh, outing here in the inning. Two balls, two strikes to Sue. And the pitch. Brian takes that one outside ball three, so Anderson will be moving on this pitch. Yeah, you get a shot here. Like you said, now with him moving, if he does play, spray a gap, tie this game up. Big hit right here, Brian. Find a way. Knock or walk right here. Hale in the on-deck circle as uh, Brian Sue. With two men out here in the ninth inning, steps back in. Pitches over for call, strike three. Sue goes down on strikes. And the Portland Pilots beat the Cougars here today in game one of this three-game set by a score of 4-3. Pilots outstanding pitching all three of their pitchers, and Cougars just couldn't come up with a big hit when they needed it. Tuckett, a tough way to start the series, but got to be impressed with that Portland team, the way they threw the baseball. Yeah, threw the baseball great. They kept Cougars off balance, threw a lot of strikes, made it difficult for them, and, hey, a couple of home runs are the difference for them in this game, and they went 4-3. to Tough one. All right, we're going to send it back. Uh, We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with a postgame right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
All right, back here at uh, Joe Etzel Field as the uh, Portland Pilots beat the Cougars here 4-3 to three to uh, win the first game of his three-game set played in uh, Portland as the uh, uh, BYU just unable to uh, overcome these three pitchers that uh, Portland threw at him. Cougars with 14 strikeouts in this ballgame, only six base hits, and uh, only scored one earned run in the ballgame, so kind of a disappointing uh, performance offensively for the Cougars. Uh, BYU's Jordan Wood, again, a very good outing here in uh, the start for the Cougars as uh, they lose the uh, start of this uh, series by a score of 4-3. Wood will take the loss, and um, Mueller will, will pick up the win um, for the uh, pilots, they're going to be joined by head coach uh, Mike Littlewood here as he's uh, making his way up. And coach, uh, appreciate you uh, joining us uh, quickly here. Uh, um, Fourteen strikeouts. Uh, boy, you had uh, potential game, you know, game tying runs on the seventh and eighth, uh, third base, and and uh, just c- couldn't come up with a base hit when you really needed to tie this one up. Yeah, I think you know we get him get him on third base with two outs, which is a little bit different. I thought yeah. when Brock hit the ball off the wall, Brian Sue made a base running mistake. He was tagging. It's a you know it's a thinking mistake, so it wasn't um, it wasn't a passive mistake. But I think he's got to get to second base on that, and we just give up the tag. And if he does, then we have first third with one out. But there was a couple of things like that in the game. But um, you know we struck out what 15 times and yeah. got punched out seven times looking. Um, I didn't think the zone was, was very good tonight, but we weren't very good swinging it either. So hitters got to come up with a better approach tomorrow. Mueller, uh, good, the, the starter. And then Christian Peters, kids only had a couple of appearances, got hit by a line drive. That's why he had that mask on. He was dynamite. I mean, he was he had a couple of different pitches, throwing him for strikes. He, he looked great. Yeah, he had good sink on his ball and, and uh, splitty slider, uh, fastball with, with sink. He was good, gave him a good couple innings, good three innings, and um, – you know, and, and Knutson came in and, and slammed the door. So those guys did a good job. They were they were uh, aggressive in the zone. I mean, they threw a lot of strikes. They made a swing it. Um, air is kind of heavy here. You know, got to keep it out of the air a little bit. But I just think overall we're swinging and missing way too much. Um, whether it's we're playing Gonzaga or LMU or Portland, doesn't really matter. We're swinging and missing too much. And, and, uh, and I think that's an approach problem, just guys going up there with no real approach and, and trying to yank it. Um, curl around a foul pole and that's just yeah. not gonna, that's just not going to work several called third strikes too uh, tonight uh, ending with uh, with Sue uh, Jordan Wood again a pretty good outing two mistakes the two home run uh, balls that he gave up were, were maybe the difference on on that side of the ball yeah for sure I think Jordan was just wild over the plate today a lot yeah. of balls a lot of balls in the middle third up in the zone a little bit and uh, you know these guys are, are much improved over, over last year they have they have a better approach at the plate um, and if you make pitches to them, we, we can get them out. But, you know, most college hitters are going to be able to hit balls that are that are in the middle third, thigh high. I liked how he battled. I mean, didn't have his best stuff. You could see early, but he but he battled back and, and uh, ate up some innings for you. But uh, offensively, as you've mentioned, you know, as you've detailed, just just couldn't quite get it done. Yeah, I, I, yeah definitely. I mean, it, it kind of just felt like we were trying to keep our head above water a little bit instead of uh, putting the throttle down. Um, and, again, you know, you get guys on third base, but – if you get guys on third base with two outs, I mean, that's, you know, there's a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little bit different. So, you know, maybe I should have, looking back, uh, had Schneeman bunt, uh, but I thought I thought for sure he could hit a ground ball to the right side and, and get B over, and I think it was the seventh or eighth, or I think it was the eighth. But, and, then, and again, you're taking three shots with your two, three, four hitters yep. of driving a guy in. So 
you know, hindsight <laughs> is obviously yep. twenty twenty, but um, you know, there's just those little things that haven't been going our way. Daniel just seems to be pressing so hard yeah. up there, mm-hmm. just really pressing. He's one of those guys that he can never he he does everything so relaxed on the baseball yeah. field, especially on defense. Except when he when this year when he's stepping in the box, I mean, he's just full of anxiety when he gets in there. He's jumpy, and you know, a lot of times those those potential high draft pick guys, which he could be if he swings it. He now he's like worried. Oh, I got to do. I got to make up a, a season's worth of work in five weeks, you know, or I'm or I'm not going to get drafted. And I, I know that's in his head, and, he, and he's not he's not a selfish player by any means. But I mean, that just creeps into your head. I, I mean, I was there as a as a junior, a draftable junior, and I just know that Brock Hale's done a great job of on the other side of not worrying about that. Just go up, see where it, see where it is. But uh, for some reason, Daniel has some anxiety at the plate right now. He's a little little jumpy, um, but still, I think. I'm waiting for that one one at bat that's gonna. I thought it would have been the home run walk right. off, but that one at bat is gonna make him click and settle down a little bit. And you got two or three of those guys that seem to be pressing a little bit up there. Uh, guys, that Keaton's, that have, Keaton's yeah, doing Keaton's it. doing it. Kloss is doing it. Same guys that really put up numbers for you in the past, yeah. and and uh, it just shows you baseball lose a little confidence, and and uh, boy, it just kind of plays with your mind. Well, unless unless you're just a mature player, which you have to be at this level. Um, you're not going to have success at the plate. That, that's just one of the things. I mean, there's so much failure in this game. If if you get upset and you, you fail seven times and you get upset and, and you beat yourself up over it, then, I mean, it's just going to be a tough road in the yeah. baseball world for you. Uh, there's, not, there's no other sport like that. You just have to be mentally tough. And, and right now we've got a couple guys that aren't, and we just, you know, we, we got to figure that out. Get another one-run game, Coach. Boy, it just seems like every every game you're you're right there. Uh, you know, last week it was it was working for you. Uh, start out this series two two left. Hayden Rogers going tomorrow. Yeah, you know Hayden will give us a good start. And um, again, I think um, we'll make a couple lineup adjustments and maybe get Noah back in there. I'll have to think about that one. You know, I told him I'm going to platoon, but we definitely need better at bats out of that position, um, as well as a couple others. So we'll see. We'll see what the morning brings, and then wake up and write the lineup and see how we see how it goes. All right, Coach. Hey, appreciate you coming up. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks. You betcha. Head Coach uh, Mike Little Cougars lose here, heartbreaker four three, to uh, to Portland uh, in the opening game of this three game set here at Joe Edsel Field. Uh, the winner is uh, Christian Peterson or Peters. He picks up the win, and the uh, the loss goes to uh, Jordan Wood. He drops to uh, two and three on the year. So with that, uh, we'll say so long from Joe Edsel Field. Join us tomorrow. Uh, 6.55 Utah time as the Cougars and Pilots go out of the game here in West Coast Conference action. With that, we'll uh, say so long from Etzel Field.